I can't say anything that I can get canceled for. Girl, bye. I don't like when you say that. That's a good parenting job on your dad's part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hello, hello, and welcome back to Season 1, Episode 4 of Conversational Humor with Pun and Balrog. Hey, guys. That's the first time I can actually say the show title, because this is our first recording since we started uploading. Yep, right, yes it is. Right after we changed the show title. Yep. From Two Absolute Babes. Absolute Babes. <laughs> Which was a ridiculous idea. Now, looking back, it, it seems silly. <laughs> But at, in the moment, we loved it. That's right, I loved it. We loved it. So this is Pun sitting across from me. Hello again. And I'm Balrog. Today is Friday, February 17th. So some of the content's going to be a little bit more, a little less in the past on some of the sports stuff that we talk about, finally. Today we're going to be talking about, <laughs> I asked Pun if he could name three people, dead or alive, that he wanted to party with. Yeah, like a, a Make-A-Wish style drinking list. Except that it's like Blackout Rager. Yeah, Blackout Ranger. <laughs> Make a wish. Make a wish. <laughs> Be sure you guys to click and subscribe on wherever you're finding this podcast. That helps us out quite a bit. And you can click the notification bell so that when we drop new episodes, you get them right to your phones. And also, please make sure to leave a five-star rating when you do that. You can also follow us on Instagram at conversationalhumor underscore wpunballrock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'd like to start off by thanking Pun for getting that stupid Nickelback song stuck in my head for a whole week straight. Did you get the TikTok I sang? <laughs> I did. Oh, the double-sided brush? It was so it's good. Such, <laughs> such, such a good TikTok. So, Valentine's Day just happened a couple days ago. I thought we could start off with little Valentine uh, Valentine festivities and talk about... We both had a couple funny stories we wanted to share with you guys. Mine's from when I was in the sixth grade. Yeah, mine is as well. And uh, you want to go first or you want me to start? Uh, you started off. So mine's about sixth grade when I first got my heart broken. Mm. So let me just take you back. Ready? Okay. It's February the 12th. Let's see. 1992 or three. And I got this girlfriend. I can't say her name. And things were getting hot and heavy pretty quickly, actually. You know, we were like holding hands in the hallway. Stuff like that. No big deal. Nothing crazy. Fast forward to February the 13th and I walked with my... My birthday, by the way. (laughs) Happy belated birthday to Pun. Thank you. I walked with my buddies to the store because I was going to get my girlfriend this chocolate heart and give it to her on Valentine's Day the next day. And I was so excited, man. First girlfriend ever. I'm going to give her a chocolate heart. We get to school on the 14th, and she breaks up with me. I give her the heart. Oh, no. Oh, no. What a savage human. I gave her the heart, and she broke up with me. So you know what I did? And this might explain why I am the way I am today is back then we had, instead of lockers, we had like the big closet where everyone put their coats and book bags into. And I just went right into there and I just took that chocolate heart right out of her book bag. <laughs> Broke that thing up into like 10 pieces and just started handing it out to my buddies. Just like a piece of chocolate. You should say her name. We should all find her on Facebook no and send her a message. <laughs> yeah. You could be married to a successful podcaster right now. That's right. But instead, me and my buddies all ate your chocolate heart. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my funny story is um, is also on Valentine's Day, and I uh, so I had a crush on a girl named Ashley who's absolutely not listening, but people who know her definitely are. Still a babe? Um, you can say yeah. She's Probably best too. no. She's she's a very attractive girl. I had the biggest crush on her, and uh, my way of I didn't know how to communicate with girls back then. 
I was kind of like the typical dumb sixth grade boy. So I, I, my bright idea was to throw paper at her to get her attention. And she so, <laughs> solid move for a sixth grader. Except she walked up and stabbed me in the hand with a pencil. <laughs> so uh, tough broad that Ashley. Right. It didn't work out so well. So but uh, my bloody Valentine. What I did was. I wrote a special Valentine's card for her, and on the way home, I threw it in a random person's backyard. <laughs> so I really showed Ashley. That random person has been looking for you since then. <laughs> it's like it's like the chick in the Truman Show that he's like pasting a piece of paper, a piece of magazines together to see what her face looks like. <laughs> so speaking of Valentine's Day, I wanted to give you a little bit of homework for next time because the homework's yep. fun. The melatonin one was pretty fun. Glad you survived. Yep. I got some feedback on that. I didn't snip it, but I, I had several people tell me the exact dosage I should take every day. Nice. Yeah. So your homework's going to be, and you have to promise to do this, I want you to set up a Tinder profile. Okay. And the only things I want you to list are the five things that you mentioned at the end of the episode last week about the nerdy things that you're embarrassed that you do. Like, I want that to be your Tinder profile. <laughs> I want to see if you can get a date. I, I can't remember how many pictures you get on Tinder, but I know you get more than one. Should one of them be should i stand next to a minivan for sure let's just go to let's just go to a dealership and see if we can test drive a minivan i'll take pictures of i'll hold the keys up like this could be us all right all right all right i wanted to share with you guys because we're very very proud as i mentioned this is the first time we're recording since we started to upload and we're very proud of our numbers so the numbers as of the 13th of this month that was in between episodes two and three we were up to 328 different listeners with a total of 504 total plays, and that involved three different countries. Yeah. Really USA, impressive. Germany, and United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Since then, we're now currently, I just checked, and I was hoping, I was hoping, I, I said to put, I was hoping when it came in that we'd be at 700, and we're at 700 total plays right now for the three episodes and for the trailer. And we, we, we added two. Tell co- them the best part. <laughs> Tell them the best part. <laughs> We added two countries as of today. We got we got listeners in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got some stuff going on over there right now, but someone's prioritizing conversational humor. Listening to us <laughs> is far more important. And uh, just as of today, we picked up India. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so that's the best news I've gotten all day. Yeah, we're pretty pumped about that, so thank you guys very much. Yep, yep. So it's funny because we've been trying not to annoy people. We've been pretty excited about the podcast, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. so... We're we're pushing it on people, but we we text each other quite a bit, and we're like, okay, we can't put everything. Yeah, we don't want to we don't want to tag every single day and write a post every day, so we're kind of limited to stories, and that's why hitting the notification button is important when you subscribe, so that way we don't have to flood you with it. You know when it's coming out. That's right. So we went to my mom's house last Sunday for brunch. We went there for brunch, and my mom gives everybody a list of what they have to bring. My, my wife bought a coffee cake, and we, I was like, we'll bring a coffee cake, and we'll bring something else. I was going to do like a lemon meringue pie because my dad likes lemon meringue pie. Yep. And my brother was like, let me guess, Andy, you're gonna, you guys are going to bring a coffee cake and podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting tired of us. so funny. He walked to my mom's back door with our podcast playing. I was like, I, <laughs> I hate your guts. <laughs> it was really funny. That's fantastic. But we're seeing stuff. I mean, can you believe at the Super Bowl that cliffhanger commercial? We talked about cliffhanger on that episode. That It's wild. Unbelievable. That, yeah. It was re- I was hysterically laughing as soon as you texted me. That movie is from like the early 90s. Yeah. And they just randomly have a cliffhanger commercial. After you I couldn't it. believe it. I could not believe it. I mean, probably the guy listening in India is part of the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's right. He might be. Also, I mentioned Depeche Mode for the vinyl collectors last week. Yep. They just announced a show. They're coming to LCA. Mm-hmm. You can't think that that's not from our influence. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it is to me. 
So we wanted to read a couple of reviews too. I think some of the best reviews we've gotten are people like my childhood friend, Chris, who said, I feel like I'm in the room talking with you guys, but I'm not on the show. I'm one of the audiences and the price is right. Yelling out numbers. Yeah, that's super <laughs> I cool. I was like, that's great. And my cousin, Matt, and my cousin, Jake, they both said they feel like they're in the room with us. So my cousin Jake said, listen to the pod over the last few days at work and have been really enjoying it. Honestly, feel like I could be drinking a beer just sitting on the other side of the table listening. Hey, that's like, the goal, right? dude? That's a really that's good exactly one. exactly what I was trying to say yeah. in our episode one of what we wanted. We want this to be like you guys are in the room with us. Yep. That's really awesome. Hans had some good feedback too, so I'll let him read one. I actually, uh, I'm going to read one that someone wrote to you that I saw too. It was really yep. good. Um, I'll, I'll start. But mine is really simple. A friend, Angela, said... I would like to be invited to the Bob Barker bash, and to which is fantastic because we want people to party with us, For come sure. hang out with us. But I put, you know, because I'm a great marketer, I'm always thinking about the business. I put, if you go and rate us five stars, you have an official invite. Damn. To which she responded, I did way back when you only had a trailer out. Number one groupie over here. Are we officially the <laughs> Beatles? We have a Whoa. groupie. groupie yeah. We have a group. PG-13. So what... <laughs> Jeez, what what do groupie duties entail? Does she come in and fix our mics to our the proper height level? Does she? Brush? I can't be involved in this conversation. Okay. I'm married. Uh, does she have to have a conversation with Steph and what right. her That's involvement right. yeah. with the band can be? Hi, nice to meet you, Steph. <laughs> so if we have the Bob Barker party instead of having tickets, it'll just be you have to show us a screenshot of your phone as a subscriber as a, and a five star. Yeah, rating. five star rating. <laughs> yep. So one of the friends of pun, maybe you can say her first name. Wrote uh, Brittany. Brittany wrote. I thought you would always, this is about the sports movies one. This is this so is about funny. sports movies, yeah. Pun, I thought you would always stay true to being a gangster in the dark and a dad in the day, but you didn't mention loving basketball. Which was a total failure on my part, because I failure. love that movie. And she called me on it, and I'm glad that she's listening and, and giving active feedback, so thank you. I thought to write this because we got a review from someone I don't know on Apple Podcasts, which I thought was awesome. Before you even say it, I just want everyone to meet our number one fan, who is, <laughs> we think the world of him. We think the world of this guy. Yeah. Name is Wazer S on, on February the 6th, titled, Can't Wait to Hear More. We think he might be, I mean, Wazer sounds a little bit foreigner. Maybe He's it's one of our German foreigner. listeners. Yeah. And there's some things in the wording that'll make you think it might be a foreigner. Right. It says, you guys made me laugh many time in just this one minute trailer. Many time. I can't wait to hear more content. Being able to recognize when you're in a moment that's universally funny is not always easy to do, but it'll always be fun to listen to. What a guy. Oh, <laughs> what a guy. Oh my Wazer. Whatever. Hey, do you want to, is it Wazer, Wazer? How do we pronounce your name? We want to get this right. So the funny thing is when he left that, he then left us one star. Yeah, he left us a singular <laughs> Apparently, star. Apparently wherever Wazer lives, he thought that it's like golf. <laughs> yeah, it didn't translate. <laughs> Low scores are the no. best, but since then no. he's gone back in and given us a five. I think he realized he saw he saw yep. that that hurt our averages. Yep, he brought it. So that up. was pretty funny. The last one I wanted to read was from a friend of mine. I, I got permission to say his first name in Germany, and this one's awesome. This one hit me right in the feels. He said, "Just finished listening to two episodes!" Exclamation point. This is from Martin, by the way. If I didn't mention his name, hello, Martin. He said, "Keep up the great work. Loved it because it feels that I can still take part in your live live singular, <laughs> even on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean." That was like, that's fantastic. That was awesome. That's very cool. He said, obviously, US or any sports are not my thing except for golf, but I still enjoyed it. Would love to hear you make more jokes about us Germans. So I would love to have Martin on as a guest because he's so funny. When you, when he, 
it's hard to explain, but the the language barrier when you hang out with Martin, he's not trying to be funny, and everything he's just naturally funny. It's so funny. We went golfing with him in August. Me and Chad and my cousin Patrick and Martin, because we always used to hang out when Martin lived here. And we go to this golf course. We go into the, you know, at the turn after nine holes, you go yep. get like a hot, hot dog, dog and a beer, pork missile and a few yeah, beers. A pork missile. <laughs> We go into the clubhouse pond, and this bartender was, like, sent down from heaven. She was, listen, I'm married, but this woman was gorgeous. Gorgeous woman. Like, a, a tan, Billy Bob, a tan. <laughs> and so, you know, we start joking and laughing with her, and I'm like, hey. He was flirting stuff. Yeah, I was flirting a little bit. A little bit. And so, and, and so I, I kind of threw out a line for Martin, and I'm like, yeah, our buddy's in from Germany. She's like, really? What do you what do you do in Germany? He's like, I live there. <laughs> Poor Martin. <laughs> no, Martin. I was like, Martin, that's somebody that. reel him in. She wasn't asking literally, what do you do there? She was just kind of flirting back. <laughs> Poor guy. So he's going to be our first guest ever. Yeah, that would be awesome. So one time I was in Germany on a business trip and I'm at this bar. <laughs> my German, I'm just going to say the name of the city for my German friends that listen because I say it completely wrong, but it was Kirschheim Untertech. <laughs> wow. That sounds like. They say it very differently. That sounds like a college. And I'm. I'm drinking beers with a colleague and the colleague leaves. So I start hanging out with the bartender and this bar back and the, and the, the girl bartender is really pretty. And the, the bar back guy, he's really cool. He played basketball. So we started chit chatting and all three of us hung out, closed this place down. And I noticed he's translating my words to her. Like, give me an example. I'm speaking probably too quickly, even though I would slow my speech down and she just couldn't keep she up. Couldn't so keep he up was just kind of like right, right, right. saying Breaking what I was saying in German right. to her. And at one point I was like, you can, I was like, you can speak, try to speak English. She's like, I'm so embarrassed. I was like, it's fine. I understand. And so she looks at me and she goes, everything you say to me is so sexual. <laughs> what? And I about that's the nicest thing anybody's yeah, ever said to you. I think that's my that's like a five star review, right? What I almost a, fell off my bar stool. Thank you. And what she was trying to say is English accents are sexy, right? Right. But she said it completely wrong. And I was like, wow, if you think a Midwestern, yeah, monotone nasal accent, you should is go sexy, to Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Also, I was in the cafeteria. This this came up on Facebook the other day. I was in the cafeteria, and one of the guys that I was working with tried to tell me, like, there's this whole options of things to get for food mm-hmm. on a work trip. And I'm like, well, what do I get? And he's like, uh, all the descriptions are in German, so what you have to use is you can check what you would like to eat with your eyes and with your nose. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Thank you. I was like, that's exactly what I'll do. I would have never, never done that. So that night I was also at that bar talking to the to the two bartenders. This guy, there's this old dude there. His name's Heinrich. Heinrich. Isn't uh Heinrich seems like a, a pretty common name over there. Is that like Mark here? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like John over here. <laughs> like Dave. Are you a wolf game? Or are you a Heinrich? <laughs> so Heinrich I'm talking to this guy all night, and it's like the typical things like, have you been to USA? Where have you traveled in Germany? Blah blah blah. So we're talking to, I'm I bought him a beer. I bought him a schnapps. By the way, schnapps in Germany, not the same as here. Not the same, no. It's like jet some of it differs in strength. Some of it's like jet fuel. What do what do the locals drink? I mean, are they drinking wheat? stuff that would kick our butts? No, uh wheat beer over there is like the nectar of the gods. It's so good. Okay. That's all I'll drink. And then the schnapps. And when someone says let's do schnapps, of course I'm not gonna say no. So long story short, I'm with this guy Heinrich. Heinrich the whole time and i'm like okay my friend i'm gonna get going and he looks at me and he goes my friend i do not like you <laughs> wow i'm talking to this guy for like an hour <laughs> i thought we were best friends he goes i do not hate you but i do not like you i am in the middle with you i was like uh that's fantastic it's like you know what bartender can you take this guy off my tab can't <laughs> cash me out please <laughs> schnapps is gonna be back on his tab <laughs> so is that is that just kind of their custom are they just blunt and up front 
There's no, no holding doubt. back. No doubt about it. I love that, though. Love it. So I, I wanted to tell those couple stories from Martin. Yeah, those are really good. So quickly, we're going to go through puns. You got your list ready? I do. Pun's top 10 sports movies. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it, but I wanted to give him a second chance to go through his sports I, movies since I sabotaged him. Yeah, I need one. And, and he's gotten a lot of negative feedback. I, that's the majority of text messages I've gotten have been about the sports movies. People are not happy with my uh, selections and things that I've left <laughs> off. So I revised. Um, we're going to go 10 to 1. These are also listed and uh, in order for Andy Baylog's sake because he almost murdered me last time. We're going to start off with number 10. So number 10 for me would be, uh, and, and I'm going to continue to categorize these so it doesn't take up a lot of spots. You don't want to do, do a spoiler for number one right away? <laughs> no, I'm going to save number one, jerk. All right, all right. All right, so number 10 is the Rocky collection as a whole. I'm not going to pick one. I guess gun to my head if I had to, we're going to go Rocky Four, but I'm going to stick with Rocky collection. Nice, I like it. Yep. Uh, and number nine, I'm going with Any Given Sunday. Nice. That's so Russo doesn't murder so me. Russo doesn't murder you. Yep. Uh, number eight, we are going with Little Giants, who didn't make the <laughs> list. How could I forget about Icebox? Are you kidding me? <laughs> didn't even get a mention. Yep. So number eight is Little Giants. Seven, Warrior. We already talked about that. We don't need to run through a, a, a whole synopsis of the film, so I'll just give you the list. Six would be Blue Chips. Um, come, Still on the list. Yep. Yep. Um, num- a Sandlot coming in at number five. Nice. Like it. Yep. Uh, number one. White Men Can't Jump coming in at four. Wow. Those are my one and two. So now I'm really curious to hear your yep. top three. Uh, I don't want to fly across the room at you. Number three, Love and Basketball. Brittany, <laughs> so you don't have to murder me on that one. Uh, number two, I swapped out two and one. I went Remember the Titans with number two. And I left off and didn't even honorable mention my number one favorite sports movie of all time he got game he got game ray allen and denzel washington kevin costner and wesley snipes are gonna be very upset with that. yes they're gonna be pissed or they're gonna be upset so i've decided to do a segment a regular segment each week called i'm gonna say it slower so it doesn't sound like arizona emissions but it's errors and emissions Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm gonna basically we've been getting a lot of feedback about things that we missed so i'm gonna i'm gonna just kind of read a little bit of it so my buddy tim yelled at me for leaving off major league yeah. Oh, Major League is uh, on my honorable mention list. My buddy Joe mentioned that we left off The Last Boy Scout. That's a fantastic Also a great movie. movie, Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Yeah. My daughter, so we left out Hustle with Adam Sandler. That's a good one. I just finished it with her. It was pretty good. Could have yeah. been better. I mean, it didn't make my honorable mention, but yeah. it's a solid uh, suggestion. Imagine if towards the end, like that guy lost his career, his job and everything, and imagine if the, the Spanish guy got a different agent for a little bit. Like that would have torn your heart out. Yeah. Yeah, things that tear your heart out in movies make me like the movies. Like that's why actually I was thinking about when you're talking about Warrior, Nick Nolte. When you kept saying Nick Nolte, that part with Nick Nolte was so good because you it, like wanted to like cry for yeah. the guy. It was like agonizing watching him. It was crazy. Tell me you didn't see Nick Nolte in a different light. It, like he went to a higher level yeah. of acting yeah. in my eyes. Off that, like it was a great. performance. I was thinking about it, and he's so good in that movie. It tears your heart out because, it, and it's like so deep because he had the alcohol stuff. So there's like the unsaid. Yeah, spoiler. Unsaid he was a deadbeat in the beginning. Right. I don't even think they show that he was a deadbeat. You just kind of it's an understood thing. Yeah, they imply it. Right? But when I was thinking about that, I I thought I need to rewatch that movie. I've only seen it once, and he's just so good in it. Yeah, I, I need to just watch all Nick Nolte movies. My Did bro- you watch it again, or is it just on your list? No, to do? it's on my list. I this need is, to watch it again too. Basically, podcasting is all I do right now. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and then one of your friends, Matt, said we left out Slapshot. 
Yep, good movie. I also thought of that Mark Wahlberg movie where he tries out for the Eagles. That was pretty good. Oh yeah, um, what is that movie called? Mm. This would be see. This is why we need uh, an assistant. <laughs> an assistant. That's you right. Know? I mean, we have listeners in India. We need an assistant. <laughs> we need a secretary, like uh, Van Wilder's assistant, <laughs> <laughs> Taj Mahal. Oh, Might have to no. snip that out. Uh, you know what today is? Happy birthday to one of the goats. Yep, the greatest. I, I'm not going to say greatest athlete of all time, but definitely greatest uh, basketball player of all time. Michael Jordan turned 60 years old today. And as big as he's ever been. By the way, one of our errors and omissions, I actually pulled up the NBA's top scoring list because LeBron James is now number one. Yep, Kareem number two. It goes LeBron, Kareem. Carl Malone. Yeah, you're good. Keep going. Um, Who's after? Let's see. Carl... I think Michael's five or six. Michael's five. Yep. So number four would be Kobe. Is it Kobe? Oh yeah, it is Kobe. Kobe. I couldn't believe he got higher than Jordan. Dirk Nowitzki's number six. Your boy. That's, That's your, fantastic. Your boy. One of the most loyal guys ever. Wilt Chamberlain seven. Yep. Shaquille O'Neal number eight. That's without trying half of his career. Shaquille O'Neal's Sha- number eight. You know he's got like two MVP awards. Yeah, does he have two? He legit was the hardest guy to guard in the league because of his size for a full decade. How do you only win two MVP awards? Didn't Steve Nash rob him? (laughs) (laughs) He for sure robbed. God, Steve Nash, Nash, that is so bad. Yeah, Steve Nash robbed him of one. But just imagine Shaquille O'Neal. I know we don't want to go on a sports rant, but imagine that guy playing every day as hard as Kobe or Jordan. Yeah. It, it would be the most unstoppable force. When people are like, Wilt Chamberlain's better than Shaq. He's get out of here. I'm like, get, Stop it. <laughs> I'm like, that's like saying Robert Parrish could guard Shaquille O'Neal. Wilt yeah. Chamberlain weighed like 100 pounds less than him. Yeah, it, no. There's it's no not way. the same. Shaq's actually the most underrated. We're going to have to do a top five basketball players of all time. Uh, I'm with that. One of these days. Yeah, I'm Spoiler with that. Spoiler alert, Shaq's on mine. And that's a tough list. Shaq, which, if Shaq doesn't make your top five players ever list throw the list away <laughs> so part of the requirements of the list for me is if you are a generational talent that changed the way not only the game is played but people draft teams right think about that which Shaq mm-hmm. did people were drafting the big white chris dudleys of the world to guard this guy even though that was the most disrespectful dunk in nba history oh my god yeah, Shaq was just a different freak. He, and he's, he's so entertaining. Freak. Shaq is so entertaining. Yeah, hey, he's the best. TNT's so smart. They're like, Shaq and Charles Barkley, we want you both on air all the time. Yeah, Kenny Smith so feeds off him well, right. too. Yeah, it's really good. They do a great job. Yep. Number nine, Carmelo Anthony. And number 10, Moses Malone. Wow. My daughter's so cool that she looked that list up while I was driving her home from basketball the other Did day. She? And she said, Dad, is Moses and Carl related? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I love you so much. Hey, can no. we give a shout out to uh, how bad of a human being Carl Malone is? Not is a good really? dude. Not a good dude. I remember when he elbowed uh, Isaiah Thomas in the face and he was just bleeding all over the place. Do you remember that? Uh, no, but his daughter played for Detroit. What was his daughter's name? She's a uh, really? famous basketball You have D. Mercy? The Titans? No, no. Uh, when Detroit, the shot. Oh. Her, what was her name? I will, we won't go into this. Rest but... in peace, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey. all right, quickly name four WNBA players or your sexist. Lisa, Leslie, Rebecca Lobo. <laughs> retired, retired. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl Swoops. Swoops. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sue Bird. We're on a Number roll, four. man. Let's go. All right, so I wanted to read. I did screenshot some Jordan things, by the Candace way. Just Parker. Getting, getting... <laughs> hey, uh, I do have a quick take. I think that the WNBA is going to be watchable in five to seven years. There are white girls in high school Dunking on Crazy. fast breaks right Crazy. now. So 
We're, yeah. Yeah, you told he he said that the other last time we recorded to my wife and me in the kitchen. Yeah, it's I am I am thoroughly impressed with the evolution of the women's game and I understand I'm not trying to say they should, you know, whatever. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but those <laughs> athletes are evolving. It's going to be a good product soon. Good. I can tell you that that wasn't my wife's favorite table talk because as you started talking about women in basketball, she just started pounding her wine even, yeah. <laughs> even more. She was like, Ugh. So let me read you some Jordan stats. MJ, it says Bleacher Report. MJ turns 60 today. Six-time champ. This is this is maybe the most impressive part, these next two. 6-0 and in the finals. Six of those finals, he won the MVP. It yep. was like you're the best player on the team, and you do not lose. Yep. And we'll have a bonus episode at one point, LeBron versus Michael, where we'll talk about would he have won eight straight, but that's a different episode. Yeah, it's a different episode. And I think uh, we can give a little bit of a spoiler on that one. I don't think the discussion is who's better, Michael or LeBron. I think the better discussion is does LeBron at least have a legitimate claim to being the best player of all time? Listen, if you're going to pound the table, you got to use your big old janitor keychain. Okay. It's a prop. I think it's a prop. You want to give that thing a a quick pound real quick? That sounded like at least twenty three. It's a ridiculous load. Five time MVP is Jordan. Yeah, it's five. Crazy. Which again, you can make the same argument. Maybe he should have been so actually I wanna another sidebar that we won't go too far on. One of my biggest pet peeves about MVP awards is people say things like Giannis can't win an MVP again because he's won the last couple and people are kind of getting sick of that. It doesn't matter. If it's an MVP award and he's the best player in the league, he should get the MVP Well, I think Jokic's going to win it again this year. It would have been tough. I want to look up that Jokic is outrageous. Outrageous. This would be his third in a row, wouldn't it? Maybe. I I lost track. I think he's back-to-back already. For Jordan, if you go back and anybody except for like Larry Bird or Magic Johnson or Isaiah Thomas won an MVP award, which I don't think Zeke has any. I'm not sure if he does either. Zeke equals Isaiah Thomas for the people that aren't Pistons Who, fans. If he's not in your top three to five point guards of all time, different throw episode. The list away. No spoilers. Five time MVP, 14 time All Star, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, 10 time First NBA All First Team, 9 time First Team All Defensive, 10 time Scoring Champ, which is the most all time. Fifth most points ever. Think about that. Ten All-NBAs, nine All-Defensive NBAs. So, or ten scoring titles in nine All-NBA defense teams. Yeah. So not only is he the best player in the league, but he he's the best defensive player, at least at his position, in, in for a decade plus. That's, right. That's what best offensive and defensive player. It's crazy. You're going to hate me when I say I did not watch The Last Dance. I got to watch that one. It's so good. Is it? It's it's really, mm, really good. I just never was a Bulls fan. Well, I wasn't either until he retired. Listen, there's a secret we don't talk about in Detroit. If you liked, <laughs> <laughs> if you liked Michael Jordan while he was actively playing for the Bulls, you're a pretend Pistons fan. <laughs> Stop for it. Sh- yeah, for we, sure. we didn't like Mike when he played, but we still respected from afar. And his teams were not, they might have been better, maybe not, in my opinion, but they were not nearly as lo- lovable as the Bad Boys. The Bad Boys was just outrageously entertaining and awesome. Yeah, we were. I just, wish I was a little bit older for that. It just looked like a bunch of guys from LA Fitness are like <laughs> winning in the NBA. For sure. Like, who's Bill Ambeer? Rick Mahorn was like, I'm decent. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not good enough. So I'm John just going to body slam this dude out of midair. You remember John Sally's appearance in Bad Boys? Spider Sally. So another one of our errors and omissions is, it's not really an error and omission, I just wanted to add on to it, is Jalen Rose. I wanted to explain that, so I didn't say it properly last time, the Fab Five changed basketball with the baggy shorts, and there was a story of him walking up to the center on their basketball team, a guy that's like seven feet tall and being like, trade me shorts. And then you and I, we I, we wore shorts down to our knees. Yeah, oh yeah. 
But the Fab Five, they had a, it was either a thirty thirty or an E sixty, and there was the funniest ice. It was so, a thirty for thirty. Yeah, and Ice Cube was narrating it, yeah. and Ice Cube was like, "Man, before the f- I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but he was like, "Man, before the Fab Five, dudes was wearing panties." <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It was so one hundred percent the truth. They did the black socks thing too. So I looked. Oh yeah, the black socks. That's coming yeah. back. My son wears them for basketball. Yeah. I looked up the Jalen's. I said he was like his name was an ambassador for the name Jalen. So it was a mixture of his dad and his uncle Leonard's name. It was James and Leonard. Jay, oh, really? Jay Len. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Which is really cool. I don't know why I said wow like that just changed wow. my life. Wow. Are you Wow. Are you kidding me? So I know people won't know all these people, but our sports fans will. So I'm just going to ring off a few. I didn't write them all down, but Jalen, there's a Jalen Duran on the Pistons. Yep. Jalen Carter is going to be a top five pick in the NFL draft in April. Jalen Brunson plays for the Knicks. Yep. Jalen Green plays for the Rockets. Jalen Hurts was the Super Bowl quarterback of the Eagles. Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners in the league, plays for the LA Rams. Jalen Brown is a Celtic, one of the best guards in the league. And Jalen Waddell is one of the best wide receivers in football. Yeah, a lot of, lot of Jalen. There are Jalens everywhere in basketball and football. That's pretty cool. That's very Imagine cool. Imagine being the first Chris, even though you were like the 9 billion Chris. Well, but Chris with a K. So, I mean, I don't want to brag or anything. But. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just a Dodge Girls on Tinder. <laughs> no. Hi, my name's Chris with a K. Hi, Hi Mark. Mark with a C. You know what chaps my butt is when people spell my name K-H, you know, C-H. Yeah. It's like, are you, come on, what are you doing here? <laughs> use, your, use some common sense here. So all those guys had their birth years in the list I looked at, and Jalen Rose was born in 1973 because he's 50, and he, right. he was the first one. It's, it's kind of cool. And I think Shaq also was similar, right? There was no Shaquille's. That's got to be. No, there can't be too many Shaquille's before Shaquille. Right. Uh, just a quick sidebar. We don't have to go too deep down the sports path because we've been on sports for a little while again already. I wanted to try to jump back and forth this episode, but were there any trade deadline now that it's over? Were there any teams that traded for someone that can now win a title? Yeah. Uh, Phoenix. I, two, right. Phoenix. Because Phoenix got, just to tell people, they got Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I mean, they're yeah. starting five now. is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Kevin Durant. Some other guy. And some loser. <laughs> some other guy that got in the trade. I can't remember the name. Maybe a guy that went to NC State. I don't know. Um, but Anyhow, yeah. Who was the other team? The only thing that matters other than that trade was Kyrie to the Mavs. But, uh, you know, you wonder how that's going to work with two ball-dominant guards. How How is that going to work? <laughs> Man, is Kyrie like the most annoying person? I thought he was. I'm kind of warming up to him. I think he gets a bad rap. Oh, my God. I, I really do. I think he gets a bad rap because of the COVID thing, and people feel how they feel about that, and, I, and whatever. But oh, I th- the COVID stuff doesn't bother me. He's just kind of a jerk. Is he a jerk, though? Dude, he's, because you know, I you see- know what he said on the way out of Brooklyn? He's like, I feel disrespected. He probably wakes up in the morning. He did, though. Looks at his pet dog and is like, are you disrespecting me? Well, bro, I kind of, I kind of like the move he made with Brooklyn because – Despite how you feel about COVID, whatever he they didn't support him and they didn't have his back. So what he did is he came out. That's true. And he was putting an all star caliber MVP type season up, and then he was like, "Oh, by the way, you got to trade me." Just a quick sidebar: this can be on our bonus episode, by the way. <laughs> so, the O four Pistons, the way they play defense, could have hung with anybody in the NBA right now. So I don't, I don't hate Kyrie as much. Did you know that Kyrie's name is actually a Latin? It's Kyrie. I did not know Which that. Why a, would I know that? Kyrie Eleison is Did a, you know that? Dude, I'm a great Catholic <laughs> did, man. Does anyone know that? <laughs> My mom's whole side of the family right now was just like, wow, Andy's been elevated in our eyes. Andy's just reading the encyclopedia. 
couple more errors and omissions. I wanted to uh, shout out my hot yoga people. I, I looked up a couple yoga facts. And hey, wait, he means doing hot yo- like yoga in a hot room, not like attractive <laughs> yoga people. Both. 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 Hey, like I said, you're single, go to yoga, dude. All right. Yoga All right. pants were invented I do. For I do us. occasionally at the old LA Fitness. Ooh. I do I do catch a class or two. You got to go to the hot room. So what we would do was called vinyasa yoga. Right. In the hot room. The, the pose I was trying to think of was indeed called table pose. Mm-hmm. How hot is a yoga room? 95 to 99 degrees Fahrenheit with 40% humidity. And they're just pumping that steam in. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, I thought I was going to barf the one time. And uh, you asked how long it lasts, uh, around 60 to 90 minutes, depending on the yoga class. That's a really, really long time. <laughs> it's a, it's a long session. I also wanted to clarify that I hate sweet white wine. I like the Chardonnays and the Pinots. Is that Pinot what you're sem- drinking right now? <laughs> he has his pinky out. He has a hand on I do a white a glass. wine glass. <laughs> I do have a glass of white wine right now. No, he does. Why you got to do me like that on the air? <laughs> Hobbies, I thought of a couple extra hobbies. My mother-in-law is big on this, and I love it, actually. My wife was doing it with her for a while, and a lot of the furniture in our house is from estate sales. Right. She, she would hit estate sales every Saturday morning. Go to Gross Point, mm-hmm. go to an estate sale, and there's, like, beautiful furniture. Yeah, Gross Point has to be the best area to do this in. Like, if, if Chris Farley was in our living room and he fell through the coffee table, he would not go through it. Like, those things yeah, were, built, they were yeah. built like army tanks, man. And I got a shout out. To, oh, the other one was frisbee golf. There's a frisbee golf frisbee thing by golf. my daughter's house when I go pick her up. Hey, what's the new? Uh, what's the new thing everybody's doing? Pickle something. Pickleball. Pickleball. I think that's. I'm not sure. I think that's like in a racquetball court. It, but I'm it not is. Sure. It's like a smaller tennis. Yeah. Another shout out to the fantasy footballers I listen to. They're huge pickleballers. It's, yeah. It's gaining popularity. Anyone. I I don't know a lot of people who do it, but anybody I know who does it loves it. I haven't heard one bad yeah. thing about it. So it must be fun. I also have to give a shout out to my dad because I had three <laughs> I had three hobbies in the you hate your wife category. <laughs> he had three <laughs> Mama Baylock, he does Mama Baylock Mama was Baylock. not happy. She texted me, Your father does those. I was like, Oh man. He does furniture. Hey, B and B caning, baby. We're taking it global. We're, <laughs> we're taking my dad's caning company global. Let's go. You need a chair cane, you call B and B caning, all right? B. He also goes outside and cuts the grass for like three and a half hours. I'm like, Dad, it doesn't yeah, take, but it doesn't take m- you that long though. You're outside. <laughs> I feel like that's a dude thing. It is. I enjoy cutting the grass. And the other one was uh carpentry. Oh yeah, carpentry. So he does all three. But I gotta also <laughs> sorry, go ahead. That's such a broad <laughs> general list of things like he cuts the grass and he fixes things around the house he, he definitely hates, hates his wife i think <laughs> it's like he's just a good person I think he hates my mom i'm just kidding <laughs> i wanted to give a shout out to my dad i love him very much because i make fun of him a little bit on the first few episodes he's a great guy yep i told him i was gonna do that he's like it doesn't bother me i was like all right well then you hate mom <laughs> <laughs> papa Baylog for the win for the win couple queens gambit stats that i looked up because I said it took off because of the power of Netflix. We talked about the power of Netflix with Cobra Kai and with Queen's Gambit. So yeah, look, I'm interested to hear this. Listen to this. You should watch that show, by the way. So the power of Netflix, November 2020, after the show aired, it was right before Christmas, sales of chess sets were up 215%. Wow. Which is a huge markup. But the sale of chess books, because it's all about her being like a prodigy and learning right. the strategies, was up 603%. With record amount of signups on websites broken every day, people were like, "Give me chess!" Wow, <laughs> I can't get enough chess. And that, and that's post uh, Netflix. I can't get enough Queen Seven Rook Three. Yeah, you're <laughs> talking other. I'm, I'm not a chess guy. That might not have been accurate. That was post Netflix. 
That's that's incredible. Yeah. So the power of Netflix, I would like to see that. I want to see what is the power of Netflix. They should do a show on beekeeping and LARPing, live or ra- live you know, action role play. Uh, beekeeping <laughs> is like a, a rabbit hole that I'm I'm preventing myself from going down. <laughs> That's how old I am. I want them to do a show on LARPing and see if there's just a 603% increase of people buying styrofoam <laughs> swords. <laughs> and also, if there are any virgins out there that are offended by the show column. Over uh, here. Absolutely. <laughs> Pun has three kids. <laughs> Offended by the title of Absolute Virgin, just know that I do sleep with a mouth appliance and an eye, eye mask. So it's a miracle that I have two kids, to be honest with you. She loves you. <laughs> she loves me. Quick uh, Bob Barker update. Uh, uh, yeah, we do have one. Still alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at me like I was supposed to have a stat. Nope, still and, alive. And I was just trying to wing something. Bob Barker update. I don't want to call it a regular segment, but we're going to be having a Bob Barker update relatively frequently. And we're having a party. Angela will see you there. And I got to give a shout out to my cousin Patrick because he, the reason I knew, remember I knew exactly when Bob Barker's birthday was, what day of the week it was and his age is because my cousin yeah. Patrick sat next to me at poker the week before and we had already talked about it and he invented the Bob Barker 100th birthday celebration. So shout Patrick out to Patrick. Just, he should be our third chair and our first guest. Because he's a quality human being. He's already in my ear over that one. Yeah. I wanted to start. Are you trying to take my spot, Pat? All right. So now we're going to get to the segment where, actually, do you want to do, no, we'll do the segment uh, of the show. So I wanted to do, the list has been always at the end, so I want to do the list in the middle this time. Okay. Switch it up a little bit. So the show is, what three people, dead or alive, would you want to party with? Like like just an insane night. Like like a drinking The hangover part four. Yeah. Yeah, with these people dead or alive, and we each chose three, so the list wouldn't go on forever. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and let pun start. All right, so guys, I need you to turn your sensitivity meter off for this one. <laughs> I need you to stop being grownups. I got the edit button under my finger. Yeah, I need you to remember a time where you like to live a little bit. I know that a lot of people don't like this guy, and and, and I understand why because he's a ridiculous, absurd human being, and that's why I'm drafting him number one overall. And my number one overall draft pick in the pun and Balrog drinking draft, Balrog, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me explain to you why. Okay, think of all the former and think of a sitting or or former presidents. No one ever spills the tea. No one ever does. They never spill the tea on national secrets. But if there was a president or a former president who would spill the tea on national secrets. It would be Donald Trump. It, <laughs> you realize I'm going to have to snip all this out because people hate. I know they hate him. <laughs> people hear the name Trump and they listen. Like, they got to just they they got to deal with it. But I, all right, so are you going to Trump? Be- Trump did to euchre numbers the opposite of what Queen's Gambit did to chess numbers. <laughs> so let me explain why I'm picking Donald Trump. All right, so think of every former or sitting president. They never spill the tea on national secrets. Never. No one ever tells anything. But if there was one that would tell the secrets, it would be Donald Trump. That guy's ridiculous. Plus, he's rich as hell on to be a fun party. And he wouldn't care. <laughs> one one drink in, and that guy's telling you about how the meteorite <laughs> barely missed Earth last Tuesday and almost wiped out humanity. Two drinks in, three drinks in, he's whispering about the aliens. Right? <laughs> he's still finding all the secrets out. Three, three drinks in, and that guy is telling strangers who's walking by who orchestrated the assassination of JFK and Dr. King. Okay, he's telling all the secrets. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. So, But 
my favorite part of all uh, of all this is we're not paying a dollar to skip your songs at the bar. Not a dollar. <laughs> we're making one phone call to Homeland Security. They press a button. Your entire playlist is gone. It's like you do, you, you didn't put a single <laughs> karaoke dollar. You didn't put a single dollar in the machine. The karaoke machine okay. that you pay to skip people, and they just want to fight you. Oh, you want to fight? You want the Secret Service to take you to an underground <laughs> prison that the American public don't know about? Oh, did you want to hear your foreigner song that you paid for? We're now our, our playlist is on. One time I went to uh, Carter Burgers over here, one of those like yeah, white yeah. burger joints after my bachelor party, and I figured out that or no i figured out where the volume was in the back and for some reason i thought it'd be hilarious to put in like ten dollars worth of quarters mm-hmm. and play tina turner what's love got to do with it on Whoa. repeat on repeat <laughs> i drove all their business out of there after like the 17th <laughs> tina turner what's love jokes got to over do with it. jokes over the coolest thing about partying with trump in my opinion or the funniest thing would be when we woke up the next day no idea how we got there but i woke up in a tanning bed <laughs> Imagine, imagine we're pulling up to five guys. It's three o'clock in the morning. We're in the presidential <laughs> motorcade. Right? Nice. We're not eating your stupid peanuts while we wait in line. Secret Service oh, peanuts are they, they're so good. The Secret Service is clearing everybody out of the way because the president wants a quadruple <laughs> cheeseburger and a diet coke. He looks like he can take down a quadruple cheeseburger. <laughs> he's telling he's telling random groups of girls to cancel their Uber ride home. Him and the boys are headed to the after hour spot in Air Force One. He looks like he needs to do uh, January push-ups. Yeah. So my first person I'm going to mention is, since I segue, since we thought of the list last week through this, is Danny DeVito. That's fantastic. <laughs> Dude, could you even imagine raging with Danny DeVito? So what I did for my guys, pun wrote little blurbs. I actually Googled drunken stories. Mm-hmm. First of all, this is going to come into play later. I wanted to give his his uh, his starting lineup announcements. Danny DeVito, 4'10", 4'10", 176 pounds. Can he be dressed as the penguin when you, do, <laughs> when you drink? Oh, my God. He's so good. He got drunk with George Clooney once. You might remember this. And then he went on The View, that show the next, the next morning, and, and was still wasted. That's fantastic. <laughs> and he ended up sitting on Rosie O'Donnell's lap on live, <laughs> <laughs> on live television. <laughs> George Clooney said they were at a restaurant. They weren't even at a bar. They were just at a restaurant getting dinner, and Danny got him wasted. That's fantastic. And drank. And Danny's famous quote was, it was the last seven lemoncellos that got me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what a lemoncello is. It's a liqueur. So Clooney said he was dumping his drinks into plants just at one point, just because he thought he was going to die. And if you ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they made a movie. That scene where Danny DeVito comes out of the hole in the couch, butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a playoff of uh, Ace Ventura 2 when he walks out of the rhinoceros' butt. Yeah. And my son was dying at that part. You want? I chose people that are willing to just do whatever it takes for a laugh, because those are the most fun people most to fun. hang out with, Absolutely. for sure. Yep. All right, who's your number two? My number two is America's favorite meathead, America's <laughs> favorite gym bro. A guy who is insanely wealthy and spends his vacations in treacherous country uh, hunting majestic elk. Mm. A guy who gets paid hundreds of millions of dollars to have long-form conversations with some of the most unique people you could ever imagine, from astrophysicists to 
beekeepers <laughs> to punch drunk MMA fighters who can barely string together a sentence. My number two overall is Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. I, Uncle I, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Uncle you. Joey Ballgame. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. Yeah, he's a hilarious comedian. He likes to party. I think it would be a fantastic wild night, probably in Vegas after the fights. Um, and we'd have a good time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would love playing Joe Rogan. He was the he was the I was talking to someone, one of my one of my friends from Germany, maybe, and they were like, "Did you know Joe Rogan was on Fear Factor?" I was like, "Did I know Joe Rogan was on Fear Factor?" <laughs> he had hair back then. Of course. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's a rumor about all the people, the contestants will say on Fear Factor. Joe, I mean, he was a partier, man. Oh. He was a little bit of a player. talk to me. A little bit of a player, I think. All right, I could see I, that. I'm okay I, with I, that. My number two is the Family Feud host from the '70s that used to kiss everyone's wives. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, Not really. That's just a joke. But you remember that guy? Uh, I do. When I they, do. But he, I don't know his name. He would just, neither do I. Okay. I was. It's I was, not worth looking up. All right. It's funnier when you, you don't know it. his name. Yeah. People. He would just go down the lit, the line of family members and just plant it on everybody. And it's just the guy's just just <laughs> super pervy. All right. So my second one is actually actually I have another honorable mention would be Joe Namath. Mm, that's a good one. I was going to put Broadway him on there, Joe. but then I read he actually struggles with alcoholism. But that interview that he did, <laughs> that interview he did was like all time classic. When they're like, "What do you think about the Jets' chances of getting into the playoffs?" He's like, "I could give a damn about the Jets' <laughs> chances of the playoffs. I want to kiss you." I'm like, "Oh my god, that guy is a legend." Yeah, he's he's fantastic. But my real number two is, and they're only in order because the last one I have a lot of stats for. Mm-hmm. My number two is definitely Chris Farley. Oh, I, you know, I debated with my number I mean, three and, and Chris Farley. I, I'm, I'm hoping none of ours match up. No, they don't. Because we didn't look first. But Chris Farley, I mean, just go watch the old skits he did when he was in the Superfans, like the swir- Bill yeah. Swirsky drinking oh, beer. Imagine just sitting around drinking beers with him. When he was Matt Foley, that guy, talk about doing anything for a laugh. That guy would fall. He would fall heard, through tables. Yeah, I heard stories. He would, like, injure himself on SNL. Yeah. I want to get blackout drunk with a dude that's willing to just fall through a table, fall through a window, like all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My kids, I still show them clips of Chris Farley, so they're, and they're super familiar with. Look him. how physically gifted he was. Watch that Chip and Dale skit where he's dancing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you come win, on, it's man. only because your body's so much better than mine. <laughs> Whoever wrote that skit was brilliant, dude, by the way. Patrick Swayze looking Swayze. like an absolute dreamboat. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, what number are you on? You're on number three. Um, I'm on number three, and it's gonna take. Uh, uh, it's kind of a more serious one. I'm going to go with my old man. I'm going to have a drink with him because he passed away when I was young, nine or ten. But, oh, jeez, man. You're but, no, no, it doesn't have to be sad. But uh, by all accounts, super good dude, but he he had a little bit of a wild side in his nice. heyday like we all did. Nice. Um, his friends uh, still tell me a lot of things about him, like our personalities are the same, our interests are the same. We look identical. So I'd like to have a... a one or 12 whiskeys with him and see where I got my personality from. I couldn't love that more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't the funniest thing. Ever. It wasn't no. the funniest <laughs> thing. I was just joking, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> Actually, one of my buddies, Brad, texted me, and he's like, Balrog, I'm, I'm halfway through episode one, and holy crap, when Pun drops the bomb on you, I was like, what bomb? He's like, oh, about his, his dad? dad. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I was like, you, you were like, oh no, you were almost gave me a hug. Maybe that would have come up when I texted you. <laughs> we should talk about our dads. <laughs> No, nope. I'm not super sensitive. Pond was it. like, no, I want to have real improv. <laughs> yep. I'm not super sensitive. All right. So this next one here is so good. Not that it's better than yours, but Yeah, better than my dead dad. This, That's cool. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> this is this is he's so iconic. 
his stories are so iconic that I had to just list them all down. And I even made some pictures on a slideshow presentation to show you some amazing things. My number three is Andre the Giant. Oh, man. And the, that, the drinking stories the, are, uh, are legendary. They are. Wait till you, I read these. That's why I listed Danny DeVito, 410. I should have listed... What a uh, great list, by the way. I know. What a fantastic list. Mine or ours? No, yours were... Yours, you clearly won this round. <laughs> Danny DeVito, Chris Farley, and yeah, Andre the Giant. You were like the person that goes on to American Idol and gets through the next round because they talk about something that horrible. That yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was a terrible I, joke. I have melanoma. <laughs> Clip uh, that. Danny DeVito... Chris Farley, Andre Giant. So that's why I put Danny DeVito four foot ten. Which think about that for just a second. I'm already picturing him standing next to Andre Giant. <laughs> Do you get to party with think all about three my, together? Yeah, think about my drinking party and a four foot ten, one seventy six dude is standing next to Andre the Giant, who is seven foot four, <laughs> five hundred twenty pounds. <laughs> Uh, Seven foot four, five hundred and twenty pounds. I mean, you know what? Trump's a big guy. What's he? Six three, six four. Joe Rogan's like five eight. So Trump is he's tall. A, he's a big guy. Rogan's Rogan's. Uh, he must have fought or something. He, yeah, he, or work out. He's he, pretty ripped. Yeah, he's. So yeah, your guys are pretty big. And if you're Rogan big can dude, ch- can choke you unconscious. He's the funny a black thing belt is, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> the funny thing is that Pun and I, we I said in episode one, we don't know each other that well, and. We sit down. We're sitting down right now when we talk to each other. Pun, yep. pun walks in. We're like in my little closed hallway. And this dude's just like flexing on me, like standing over. He's six foot two. I was like, dude, are you trying to, what is this guy trying I to mean, do? Pun's what? a big dude. Listen, he had, he stood on his tippy toes and he, <laughs> did, he didn't compliment me. He goes, dude, you're definitely not six two, bro. And he's standing <laughs> on like three steps on his pun tippy goes, toes. Hey, take off your high heels and let me know how it is. <laughs> Uh, so Andre the Giant, seven four five twenty. That's insanity. He had to have two first class seats just to fly on an airplane. Wow. He enjoyed. Listen, to this. He enjoyed pranking his friends when they were drunk by moving their cars by hand. He would put them between, example, lamp post and building, or turn them around the opposite way. Just a dude walks out, picture. Could you up. imagine? It's dollar beer night. You're at the bar. And you walk outside, and a giant human being is carrying a Buick and laughing because it's a prank to him. And I'm behind the window going, <laughs> it's my car, but I'm terrified. Every single beer I drank, I'd be like, Andre, we should go move a car. <laughs> Dude, Andre, let's Andre, move a school bus. You think you're ready to move a car yet? <laughs> By the way, uh, shout out to uh, the owner of s Landscaping that you did the ad read for because he moved my car at Wayne State, picked the back end of it up because I was blocked into my parking spot. Hardest I ever left. Hey, uh, how how much did he laugh about that ad read that oh, i just dude. absolutely butchered it was awesome hold on don't read it yet i gotta finish my andre stats okay a silver dollar could pass through his wet his ring wow and i got pictures of his ring look at this dude look at that ring i'm oh gonna put these God. on our instagram page look at the mold of his hand with a normal person's hand on it it is unthinkable would you say he weighed something like five five twenty wow he couldn't play the piano, it said, because he would hit three keys at once. <laughs> Jeez. Whoa, banana hands. Now we're getting to the booze stats. Ready? He said to David Letterman that he once consumed <laughs> a record 119 beers. Oh, my in God. In six hours. Six hours, 119 beers. Dusty Rhodes, your boy. <laughs> you look at this old Dusty Rhodes looking. He disagreed and said, no, I saw him drink 156 beers one night. And when I was reading this pun, I was like, there's no way. 
Look at this picture of a beer, him holding a beer can. I know, it's insane. It looks like um picture, unless you go to the Instagram and see a V8. A, a V8 or the mini, you ever see the mini cans of Coke or Pepsi? Yeah, or like they're like snack size. juice that you get Pineapple on an juice is a great one, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what, it, it's unbelievable. They look so small in his hand. Here's the picture of him sitting in the, in the first class seats. It's, it's unbelievable how big this dude was. Wow. A couple more booze stats about Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan said he once drank 108 beers during a one-hour lay. Hulk Hogan said he drank 108 beers in a one-hour layover hey, in Hulkster. Tampa Bay. Hulkster, come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's my problem with stats like that. And Hulk saying something ridiculous, <laughs> like 108 beers in one hour. Who counts? I know. Right. I know. After like four or five or what six are they, years, 19? even when you're 19, you're like seven, eight, nine, Lose 10 track. beers in. And you're like, dude, I'm telling you, drink 49 <laughs> beers, seven <laughs> shots. Sure, bro. bro, it was a crazy night. For sure. You're like, dude, you had four high Zimas with up. a Jolly Rancher in them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're with Andre the Giant, maybe you count because it's amazing. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you might Do you know how many that. gallons is 108 beers? No. 10 gallons. He drank 10 gallons of beer. So go drink 10 gallons of milk. (laughs) A a gallon's like eight pounds. Unbelievable. He drank 80 pounds of beer. (laughs) Ric Flair said he drank the entire plane full of alcohol on a trip to Japan one time. (laughs) Now now we're just getting carried away. (laughs) His stories are just... One time he passed out. So after the Dusty Roads, 156 bottles, they said he passed out in a hotel on the floor... Was too big for anybody to move, so they had to rope him off. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, that would be the coolest part of your night because I would somehow stumble into this evening. For sure. If I walk in and you and Danny DeVito are singing karaoke <laughs> and Andre the Giant's roped off and Chris Farley's fallen through tables, <laughs> I promise you it's going to be oh, a good evening. It's so sad that Chris Farley passed. Yep. He would drink six bottles of iced Portuguese wine and then wrestle three and then wrestle. So he would drink six bottles before wrestling. That's terrifying. Three to five bottles every dinner. The most wine he drank in a sitting was a case, which is 12 bottles in three hours. Jeez. And he got, this is the last one, he got last called at a bar. And his old manager, Bobby Heenan, I think he's also passed away, said, Andre was annoyed and the bartender said, I can only stay open as long as you're drinking. So Andre ordered 40 vodka tonics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's something I can. That's a feasible thing because I can one hundred percent see a drunk Dude. college kid going. Give me so forty good. gin and tonics. It's so good. The bartender. We got a closer. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I can only keep open if you're drinking. So he ordered forty vodka tonics, and they kept the bar open until four to five in the morning. That's incredible. So good. Yeah, he's he was a, a freak of nature. That's for sure. So those are some pretty good lists. I'm proud of us. We kept it to shorter lists, even though we talked for a while. Yep. All right, Pun, you ready to read that ad? Are you ready to get back outside? <laughs> well, here's a little motivation. S&G Landscape covers all of your outdoor needs. Whether it's a backyard project or a whole yard makeover, we supply 3D renderings, renderings, walkthroughs, or even answers to your questions regarding your outdoor living. Schedule your free consultation and put into motion your ideas, making them reality. With over 30 years' experience, we will direct your project to completion. S&G, your outdoor energy. 313-999-3232. Also, they do pergolios. <laughs> that ad read was the best MVP part of last time's episode. I was freaking dying. Yeah. So that was less of a tongue twister, but I had an idea for the ad read. Okay. 
This is a merch idea. I'm going to make some tank tops. <laughs> I already know where you're going. I'm making some tank tops that say it's pergolia season with a bald eagle sitting on top of a, of a pergola, which is how you say it. Harpy eagle, by the way. Harpy eagle wearing a Stars and Stripes bandana on top of a pergola that says it's pergolia season. <laughs> Andy, by the way, sent me pictures of his family gawking at Oh, they're on Harpy Instagram. <laughs> Did you they're put on them on Instagram. there? Okay, I have to check. We need more Instagram followers. People I had texted me like, "How did Pun say pergola?" Dude, I got I got uh, razzled about that by my buddy Josh. He he wasn't happy with me. So wait, what's the proper way to pronounce it? I think it's pergola. Pergola. It is pergola. If that's <laughs> yeah. I'm. We're gonna maintain just for some uh, integrity. I'm gonna go pergolia. It's pergolia season, boys. It's pergolia, boys. It's pergolia season. Man. <laughs> that's our first cheers. When we are on Bob Barker night. <laughs> <laughs> it's pergolia season, boys. I'm getting. I'm gonna be having my tank top on it, even though it's December the 12th. I'll be wearing a tank top. Maybe we'll make some uh, mock neck zip ups. Pergolia season. That's a good idea. Did you see opening day uh, is March 30th this year, which is which is super early and way too cold. Why do they keep early. doing this? March 30th, by the way, is a. I'm gonna guess Tuesday. It's a Thursday. Okay. It's, either, bad. it's always either a Tuesday or a Thursday. The Tuesday ones suck. Yeah, Tuesday. Thursday's good because you can make it a long weekend. Detroit opening day is my... I love St. Patrick's Day. I love the old shillelagh on St. Patrick's Day. Detroit opening day is like no other day downtown. It is yeah, the best. It's pretty incredible. Like the most intoxicated I've ever been in my life has 100% been opening day. I, yeah. can tell you st- I can tell you stories that you'd probably believe, but others might not. Yeah, I, I believe I'm not going to do that here. So... Let me tell you what I hate about marriage. Okay. My wife. Oh, sorry. I said that wrong. It's my wife. (laughs) Episode over. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love my wife. So what I do is that I bought my wife presents multiple years in a row Mm -hmm. that she wasn't using. I bought her yoga. uh, X amount of classes for yoga. Never used them. Right. I bought... So that she and her mom, her mom's her best friend, love my mother-in-law, bought them uh, one of those ones where you could go drink wine and paint. Yep. Never used it for years. Place went out of business. <laughs> bought her uh, another gift card type of thing. And these, and like, none of them get used. So what I did this year is I bought, <laughs> I just flat out returned her present after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you should clip, you should edit that out so she doesn't hear that because that's, fantastically funny i thought about that that's gonna be my barometer to know when she's listened to the episode yeah because she's a little behind yeah so i mean but that's actually a really good life hack that i never thought about because a lot of times for things like christmas and birthdays we buy our kids things that we do buy the things that they need but a lot of times we just want to make sure they have an ample amount of gifts to to open open. you don't want them to feel it's so stressful you don't want them to feel left out the majority of those things they don't want or appreciate, and uh, returning them is the best idea when they're not looking. Yeah, when they're not looking, just return presents and say, like, the dog ate that Nintendo except, Switch game. Except, I, you know, my kids would be like, um, Dad bought me a MacBook, and then it was gone the next day. <laughs> well, not all their presents. No, but, I mean, it's actually a really good life hack yeah. um, to return things that people don't use or appreciate. 100%. I'm telling you, Pawn, next December the 26th, just start boxing stuff up and drive to a UPS drop-off. Hey, hey, don't take that tag off that shirt. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you nuts? You crazy? So do you know what a tall boy is? I do know what a tall boy is. What's a tall boy? It's like a 22-ounce beer. That's what I thought a tall boy was, mm-hmm. too. Well, I'm a tall boy. I'm 6'2". <laughs> Putting that on Tinder. 
Tall boy. No, no. Your Tinder's going to be the five things. Oh, we're creating this That's to right. see how many matches we get. So I also thought a tall boy was a 22-ounce beer. but one, So one time, Stephanie comes home, and she's like, I want to go get a tall boy. I was like, oh, my God. I, I, I love my the wife. dirtiest you've ever talked to me. I love my wife. Like, of course. I was like, where do you want to go? She's like, <laughs> go get a U-Haul. <laughs> and I'm like, what? we're getting wasted, dude. How I was many, like, is I how many tall boys you want? Is the giant coming out with us? <laughs> Danny DeVito can fit anywhere in the U-Haul, but we need to flash it. forward to the party store. <laughs> boop, boop, you're back. <laughs> I'm like, babe, I am down. Just send me the address of the U-Haul store, and I'm in. Mm-hmm. She drove me to an antique furniture shop. Oh no! Do you know that there's dressers called tall boys? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Wait. Before you leave today, I'm going to show you the tall boy dresser in my in our bedroom. She interrupted the Tigers and Orioles game for that? <laughs> so she had me so excited that we were going to go do a little afternoon delight drinking at the bar, flirt a little bit. That's and what it sounded like. Next thing you know, I'm picking up furniture that's like 40 years old for our new bed set. Shout out to Patrick, the one who thought of the Bob Barker party, because that poor buddy, I thought Did we Did he just, help you lift it? Patrick probably still hates me to this day. Hmm. I was like, Patrick, I need you to come with me to get a tall boy. Patrick's response, yes. Why do we no, Why do we need a U-Haul for <laughs> one tall boy? Yeah. Oh, it's because there's a tall boy, two bed stands, a long dresser, and a, I don't even know what you call it. It's like a makeup thing with like a shelf that pulls out. A hutch. Plus our bed. Maybe. We have the bed with know. the tall things that the like. Bed posts. The bed posts that go all the way up <laughs> yeah, to the yeah, ceiling. Yeah. We got it all. Patrick hated me. <laughs> This stuff barely, we live in a quad. This stuff barely fit up my stairs. How long did this take you to move? Hours. Oh, God. Absolute hours. Oh. It was actually over in Wyandotte where I went to high school by Mount Carmel. Like, mm-hmm. there's a little antique resale shop over there okay. on Oak Street. It took forever to get it home. We finally get up to the bedroom. We set it all up. It's beautiful furniture. I'm very happy. My wife has a very good eye for interior decorating and, like, old furniture she likes does she actually use the does she ever just buy things and and they go to the wayside or does she actually implement them in the household does she actually put them places and have is does she think about uh, where they're going before she buys them or do they sit in the garage there's no question about it she knows exactly what she wants i mean i appreciate it like i told you i had shot glasses on a shelf and then i met her and and i think our house looks very nice yeah it does so i appreciate that part of her that not everything looks like new and modern it's like old. when i walk into a house where a woman lives i'm like i would have never thought to put that there (laughs) yeah she's good man she's good so we get all this furniture upstairs i just uh, there's a tall boy a long dresser the the weird thing with the shelf that pulls out which is like a miniature dresser and two nightstands and i'm like all right which dresser is mine and she's like your nightstand you're not (laughs) which is ample excuse me so of all that stuff it's all her clothing yeah we have two closets in our room two double door closets i get a closet so i have like the high shelves and stuff that i hang so do you know what i have in my closet my my daughter makes fun of me i i have in my closet what do you have i have an (laughs) I have an Amazon box with my that I put my socks in. <laughs> oh, no. That's hilarious. My wife made me pick up all that furniture with a U-Haul. And you didn't and get a single? And I, and I get a box That's <laughs> for awful. all my socks. But I think they do that because we, we rotate the same five article of clothing. It's unbelievable. Every day in our life. And I used to put the socks up on the shelves, but they would fall off. So, yeah, my daughter comes in the room, and I'm pulling out, like, ankle socks to go to the gym. And she's like, Dad... 
what is that? I'm what, like, what's in the save a lot bag? I'm like, Dave? oh, this over here is my sock box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Charlie Day. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I had um, a, a girl I was dating and living with. Um, we, we bought a house. And so I go to work and I come back and she's like, you want to see where your clothes are at? So picture, we had a, a, a quote unquote walk-in closet, but picture the pitch of an A-frame roof. That's right. how our closet, it starts off like seven and a half foot and progressively gets down to like Hobbit length. So, <laughs> Hobbit. Danny DeVito so, length. So I, I walk in and I'm like, where are my clothes? She put my clothes. I'm a gigantic human. <laughs> she put them all in the back. And I'm like, I'm, listen, I'm no mathematician, <laughs> but I'm doing the math here. And I think you put the ogre's clothes up front. So, which, whatever. I mean, I like I said, I, I wrote. I like how you tied Hobbit and Ogre together. <laughs> I think we're the only ones laughing at ourselves. But, so I I get it. I rotate the same five things, and she has 9,000 different things. So I had one of those um, roller, like sliding clothes rack. You just, just picture uh, somewhere you hang dress shirts on with wheels on the bottom. Yeah. So I said, well, you know, I'll just put my clothes in the basement on that. And she said, that's ghetto. That We're absolutely not doing <laughs> Oh, we that. got those too. And I, listen, I know you care about our non-existent visitors' opinions, but I need somewhere to put my clothes. <laughs> like, I could have an entire kidnapped family in my basement, and my friends wouldn't notice. They're the only <laughs> ones who go down there to watch UFC. When the news report comes out, they're like, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was kind of weird there was a random family down there. You should just make them fetch me beers, though. <laughs> like, hey. She was like, can't you put your stuff in an Amazon box? Yes. (laughs) Somewhere? In your sock box? So the Super Bowl happened. It was a bummer because we pre-recorded three episodes, and I wanted to get them all out before the Super Bowl so we could do a Super Bowl show. But I found out quickly that editing and producing and dropping and everything was just a lot of work, and I couldn't get them out in time. So this is a little bit behind because this probably isn't going to be dropped until Monday, which will be the... 20th, I think, but we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl in hindsight. So I had a question for you because I saw it online. So Patrick Mahomes won his second ring. Right. Can you guess the other active quarterback with two Super Bowl rings right now? Oh, uh, that's a good question. In five, four, (laughs) Joe, no, Flacco's got one. No, he's got one. Um, It's tough. I'm going to bomb this one. All right. So he can't be a starting quarterback. Right, I would think. I'll give you a hint. It feeds into our GOAT conversation. Oh, is it Chad Henney? Oh, no. Wow. He, wait, you, did you say starting quarterback? Jimmy Garoppolo. He has two rings? He was the backup in New England. Oh, yeah, that's right. Isn't wait, that, wait, that, that's, Jacoby another, Brissett, that's another dude. notch in Tom Brady's belt, man. There's only two quarterbacks in the whole NFL. Part of that is because Brady's retired. Right. There's only one other quarterback than Mahomes that has two Super Bowls, and he was a backup. <laughs> Hey, while we're on the quarterback talk, this is the first time. A fantastic game. It was a great watch. I thought it was a great game. I really did. I enjoyed myself. I loved it. Um, Man, until the end. Until the end, yeah. The end sucked. Uh, That that pass interference, our holding call was rough. But this was the first time that two black quarterbacks have started the Super Bowl. It was awesome. And it was fantastic. It's not going to be the last time. Listen, it totally broke the stereotype. If you're not a football person, you may not know, but... Black quarterbacks have historically had the um, the stereotype that they're only runners. They're they're not good passers. They can't make good reads. Boy, did those two put that to to the end. Uh, the game was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal. It was one of those game. games where you you feel bad for the team that loses because Jalen Hurts. He's very likable. He played his heart likable. out. Yeah, he did. And people that claim, 
oh, he's an Alabama guy. He was not an Alabama guy. He was not good in Alabama. He was good at Oklahoma when he got there. It, I kind of thought that's why uh, I thought Mahomes was going to blow him out of the water only because two title games he got benched. Uh, or he was get he got blown out in one and got benched in the other. And I was like, well, maybe he's just not a big game performer. Boy, did he perform. And he played his heart out. He played good. Um, story good. of two halves. It was... When you look at the stats, it was unthinkable that Kansas City won. They were so efficient with the ball. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. Philadelphia had the ball for like 66% of the game, and every time KC touched the ball, almost every time, they scored. Yeah, they scored a lot. The, the two things that happened were the one fumble return touchdown. Which ultimately cost them the game. Which swings the game, and also the punt return by Kadarius Tony to get them to like huge. the six-yard line. Yeah, because, it was huge. Because if you look at the overall yardage and stats, Kansas City was outplayed, and they were outgained on the ground with the clock running because of that time of possession. And those two big plays actually were huge. Yep. My biggest beef about it all, though, pun, and people people throw daggers at me when I was talking to some friends about it because they were like, well, if the if the holding is a holding call, if he, if he committed the foul, and I watched the same thing on ESPN all week, then you have to call it. But think about this. First of all, it was like a questionable call. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a hold, but... It was questionable. It was questionable. Second of all, two scenarios were going to happen. Either, let's just say you're the ref right now. Right, you call the holding, and exactly what just happened happens. They just kneel the ball down, kick the field goal, win the Super Bowl. It's over. It's boring. Or you don't call it. They still kick the field goal, but Philly gets a chance. Right. And if it's like an egregious call, sure. Yeah, yeah. But if it's close, and like Casey's still gonna kick the field goal. Yeah, you don't want the don't refs deciding the game. Yeah, because 100%. We, we got that game was phenomenal until then, and we the viewers got cheated out of a potentially phenomenal ending. You, for all we know, J- Philly could have scored in a minute, and Patrick Mahomes could score in forty six seconds or whatever it is. He did that against Buffalo in like thirteen seconds. Yeah, the, the refs decided a game um, on a play that was questionable. I mean, okay, it was holding. Well, let's not even argue if it was holding or not. But it wasn't an egregious play. It was something that they weren't calling all game. They were kind of letting them play all game. And then you call a mm, call to decide the game in the Super Bowl of a back-and-forth classic game. It's it's it, it's terrible. Yeah, call. It, it was bad. Terrible call. Okay, so my only beef with the whole thing is an uh, is a broad beef. When are we... When... <laughs> I thought that was a sexist no. guy. <laughs> it's a... It's a um, Man, I need some more white wine. What's going on? When are we going to boycott this game being on a Sunday yes. at 630. Dude, I typed that. I, I don't understand. There's nothing that can compete with the NFL on that previous Saturday. There's absolutely no reason for, for me to have to be dog tired. Like, okay, so the game gets over at 11 o'clock. Let's say you either travel home or you have to do a little bit of yeah. cleanup if you're hosting the party. You're not getting to bed till midnight. I get up at 4 a.m. Why do oh I have to be dog-tired on a Monday when my teams aren't even playing? Yeah, your texts to me about the podcast are, like, nasty early Yeah, hours. it's just, I just don't understand. What's the, what's the and, thought? And I, when you have, sorry, go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. When you have young kids, you can't even, you either have to host or you can't go anywhere. I left. Because then you have to leave at halftime. And that's it's what I did. I le- and then another thing is, like, the halftime annoyed me because it was 45 minutes. But to be fair... A lot of the wives and girlfriends, they they want the Rihanna concert. That's yeah. the only reason they're not the yelling at their husband. And, the and they want the commercials. So Which were actually solid this they year. They were good. And the concert was good too, except it was annoying me how long it was taping. Uh, by the way, 
Chris Stapleton performed probably the oh second best god. national anthem I've ever heard. Oh my god! It who was, was who was so the first? Good. Whitney Houston, Wh- yeah. number one. Come on, you know <laughs> my that. Bad, my bad, you know my that. Bad. <laughs> Uh, Chris Stapleton was amazing. Amazing. I said to my wife, I, "This is this is where we're like riffing because I didn't write this part down." But I said to Stephanie, "Nick Sirianni, I think is thirty nine years old. I'm yeah. forty one. You're thirty eight. Imagine getting to a like working your butt off. You're a coach of a team at that age. Which back in the day when we were younger, that was not a thing. Coaches were like forties, fifties, sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's at the play at the Super Bowl. Got his team to the Super Bowl." National anthem's playing, and did you see the the video of him crying? It was, dude, it hit me in the in the me too. feels. Me too, and I took it the same way you did. I know a lot of people were talking about the Patriots because it's uh, all your hard work. That's man. exactly you're like, what it you're was. like. I'm yep. at the Super Bowl, and this is like a dream. This is my dream. This is like the the culmination of everything I've worked for. Yeah, it he was, opened his it eyes. It was awesome. I same way a lot of people like he was being shared a lot in videos of them talking about patriotism and I mean and I'm sure that was part of it but you could see that he finally opened his eyes and was like oh my god it was awesome I made it to the Super Bowl it was absolutely awesome yeah it was pretty cool to see so sorry I just sidetracked us so what I wanted to say was Super Bowl you know the the debate every year is why isn't it Super Bowl Saturday yes why you know whose fault that is I thought about it for the podcast you know whose fault that is. (laughs) Hang on. Yours. Why? And mine. And everybody that's... Do you know how... I look at our podcast numbers and you, it shows like the amount of pe- the, the age groups that everybody that listens to us. Yep. And obviously for us, it's our age group. So it's like 30 to 40 year olds are our biggest bar. Think about who wants to watch the Super Bowl with groups. Everybody. Everyone. Think about who can't. Us. So the Super Bowl gets their ratings by the amount of like actual quantitative ratings by the amount of televisions that are watching the Super Bowl. So, so you, you and I are at a party you... with, with Earl and Mikey and, and Sean and Chad, we're watching it on one television and they know. So they're stifling the numbers. Yes. They know that you and I have kids. It's a Sunday. Yep. The viewership on Sunday, um, people might call BS on me for this because it's Sundays are more than Saturdays in the first place. But they don't like when people go to bars, to sports bars, to watch the Super Bowl because it's all these people on one television. That's an interesting take. I never thought about that. But here's a wild card that they didn't consider. I don't pay for cable. I illegally stream everything. <laughs> so it's put have to the, edit that out. Put that in your ad revenue. <laughs> NFL. Put that in your crossword puzzle and solve it. <laughs> so I did say it's funny because you said Super Bowl Saturdays, and I said it. And, and it absolutely it, should be. The crazy thing is my daughter's my daughter's in high school, and she said it. She was like, why is the Super Bowl on a Sunday? It's a ridiculous thing. It's so stupid. There's no reason for people to have to burn vacation in holiday. But uh, it is the highest time. viewership. The World Cup soccer, we talked about all the foreigners that watch soccer. Yep. I mean, I love the World Cup. I love the World Cup, and I love the European Championships because of all my German friends. They got me into it. Do you know what day the World Cup final is? Sunday. Is it really? It's Sunday night for them. Here it was like, I don't know, two in the afternoon. So in Germany, Europe, it was it was. So that's because night. everybody is at home and their butts are on the couch and they're watching the World Cup. That's right. Makes sense. It makes a, a lot of sense, actually. But what they could do here, what, the part that I don't understand is that the game could start earlier. 100% earlier. If you're going to go until 11 o'clock People at night. watch pregame. Yeah. People watch pregame for hours and hours anyways. Maybe they get ratings off the pregame, though. Well, think of a typical NFL Sunday, which people – and it also – people like day drinking on Sundays. They don't – They God, don't. I love it. They don't. <laughs> so it, 
the parties would actually be better if they started, even if the game started at 3.30 or if the game started at 1.30. I mean, I prefer a 1 o'clock kickoff would be great. But if yeah. you did a 4.30 kickoff, that's fine. I'm still getting home by 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's crazy. But I'll tell you what, it's funny you sidetracked me because you said you we like day drinking on Sundays. Yeah, it's Remember the best day Remember when you got to the age where you were like, partying and raging on the weekends and then the first time you day drank and you were like you tricked your body and you were like yeah this is awesome this is the why have i <laughs> not been doing the this best, the whole time yeah. and now old people i always joke and say going to bed early is the new sleeping in for our age a hundred percent it is man yeah if you yeah. i we used to go to the bars we used to go to the bars around here and people would leave we'd go to a sports bar called bailey's people would leave all the old people would leave at midnight and we'd go to this little dance club the double olive nearby i'm like who leaves the bar at midnight on a saturday <laughs> now i know now yeah <laughs> grown-ups yeah grown-ups dude. i'm looking at the time right now on my phone and not my watch by the way that's also a thing our generation does i'm wearing a watch um it's 10 o'clock if i was at home i would be putting on a documentary right now getting ready to go to bed maybe putting a little tobacco in the pipe maybe putting my robe on slippers on <laughs> i'd be getting comfy <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you actually own a pipe. No, I don't. God, no. I should though. We need pipes that have uh, pergolia down the side of it with the with the eagle, and then I got the pipe. That <laughs> might be the best. That if we do the Bob Barker party, that may have to be my costume. I swear on my life, I'm making merch. All we, right. we are going to be selling tank tops <laughs> with pergolia. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. It's Pergolia time, boys. So other things I had on the Super Bowl were uh, Gracie Hunt revisited. Mm-hmm. I kept texting you. I was like, they just showed Gracie Hunt yeah, again. It was awesome. She is pretty hot, but but Paulina is hotter. We we have to we, we should have put Louise. that on our we should have put that on our errors and omissions. Insta- it's on the Instagram page. I got a side or no, it's going to be yeah. side by side of Gracie and Paulina. She's uh, hotter. Gracie's hot. I mean, no, Paulina's hot, hot, but Paulina's hotter. But I love how the cameramen are just like total pervs. Yeah, oh yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. we're showing her because she's the daughter. And I'm like, no, no, you're showing her because she's gorgeous. Hey, can we shout out how awesome uh, the Kelsey brothers are, by the way? And their oh, mom, yeah. it was, it, oh yeah. Those two, their podcast is fine. Hey, we're going to, we're going to edit don't that. Don't be out. shouting out podcasts on our <laughs> no, podcast. <laughs> their podcast is fantastic and you definitely should check it out. It's so, so good. Yeah, the Kelsey, I, the best quote I saw was uh, Jason Kelsey, the center of the Eagles that lost. To Travis Kelsey, the tight end of the Chiefs that won, yeah. was like "f you, congratulations." I was like, "That's <laughs> such a brother thing." It, it was yeah. that was very, uh, very, you know, hitch in the heart there. That was very. Did you see the clip where he cries when they were talking about their mom? It was awesome. It's it's super. All cool. of it's awesome. Yeah, it's very. The only thing cool. that's not awesome is I'm not sure how much I like Travis Kelsey. He's a bit of a you know. Mouse. I I thought so, but the more I watch and and listen to that podcast, the more I understand his personality. I think he's a great dude. I, I think he's just a little. I don't think he's not a great dude. I mean, he kept he kept saying, "Oh, nobody nobody thought we were gonna win," and I'm like, "Shut up, Travis Kelsey." You I mean, to- everybody was. Uh, the Eagles were the massive favorites. They were the massive favorites, but did you know that I looked? So I was still alive in that betting pool I do, yep. and I was down. I was in 12th, and they paid top 10. So I just said, I'm going to go opposite of the field, all in, and just hope. So I Googled. I looked up who the bets were on because it's not just who wins the game. It's the spread. It's Right. Philly needed to win by two points or more to cover the spread. 76% of the bets were on KC That's where the money catching was. one and a half because yeah. the public was like, Anytime you get Mahomes catching points, which is very, very rare, I'll put that in next week's errors and omissions of how many times in his career he's caught points. The public was all over KC. 
Which uh, I I think don't the the sophisticated or professional gamblers say you always go opposite of the public money? Absolutely, it's pros versus Joes. It's pros versus Joes. Yeah. I listen to a podcast because of that league I'm in. Pros versus Joes. If the public is one way, or if something seems too good to be true, it is. Get away. Yeah. Get yeah. away from it. Those those nerds in Vegas. They play Gloomhaven. They do not. They got lose. their spreadsheets. They do not. Vegas does not lose. Do you, Which, by the way, do you know how they make their money? Uh, off the the vig, the vig, right. right. So if the line, so if a line moves, it's because big money comes in one way. So, mm-hmm. so for anybody listening that doesn't already know, Vegas wants they they take ten percent or more of vig of all bets. Right, they want even money. So they want fifty percent on the Eagles, fifty percent on right. the Chiefs, and they make just ten percent of the entire population of money that's bet. And that line is just how many points they think they need for the average person right. to bet on such and such team so if you have a terrible team versus a great team they're gonna come up with a number which always is accurate somehow yeah that's the crazy it's part like always they, they make right? the numbers to go 50 50 but then it like hits and you're like man these guys they're so good terrifying yeah. i used a sports bet i lost i lost money and i stopped i was like these guys are way too smart and when you're paying the vig it is impossible I ever tell you about the time i spent an entire month researching how long are the march madness team's Announced before the tournament starts. Two weeks? No. A week? Uh, they're announced on a Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday. And the tournament starts on Thursday. Okay, so I spent, four days. before I exaggerate the story, I spent the entire four days from morning until night researching every single team. Like, I mean, researching how many fouls do they give and how does that other team shoot free throws. I, I researched it, and I didn't hit a single <laughs> yeah, bat. Yeah. Do you know why? Because <laughs> some nerds in Vegas were like, someone that looks exactly like Pun and thinks exactly <laughs> like Pun is going to research this stupid crap. This stupid crap. And we're going to take all of his money. Yep. Those guys are like, so smart. These guys are they're they're a terrible they're a terrible fouling team, and this team is a fantastic free throw shooting Absolutely. team. It just it doesn't matter. They, None of my research matters. They get all your money. It's terrifying. Yeah, they, yeah. So anyway, the point was is that the money was maybe the Eagles, but the public, but the public was all over Mahomes catching points. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And to And as bet it against turned Mahomes. out, it was I guess the right thing to do. So what I was going to say too was that let me just tell you because you said you said Josh Allen was the best, which we joked about. Right. Actually, I have a stat total QB rating that I that I that I snipped out and put in my folder. So I made fun of you for saying Josh Allen is the best, but total total highest graded quarterback for 2022, Patrick Mahomes, 92, Joe Burrow, 92, Josh Allen, 91.8, Jalen Hurts, 88.2. Those are the top four. Yep. So so Allen's right there. He's oh, in he the conversation. Right yeah. Let me say to you, and I don't know if this was said on SportsCenter. I did not get this off SportsCenter. I just thought about it when I was watching the game because I was so angry at that, that they cheated us out of a good, potentially great ending. Yeah. Mahomes' greatness is that – he knew where Juju Smith-Schuster was going to be. So the people that don't know, for Martin, who's in Germany, doesn't know, what happened was the Chiefs had the ball. They were going to either convert or kick a field goal. Then the Eagles were going to get the ball and try to win the game. It was third down, and Juju was going out wide receiver. Mahomes knew where he was supposed to be. Yep. Mahomes is so good that he threw that ball. If you notice, that ball would not have been caught if he wouldn't have been held. Right. It was it was uncatchable. It was uncatchable. It, it was uncatchable. But Mahomes is so good that when he saw he he probably didn't even see the hold. He just saw that Juju wasn't where he was supposed to be. He probably threw it where nobody else could catch it and just hoped for a flag. And hoped for a flag cuz Mahomes said either they throw a flag or we kick a field goal. Yep. Nobody's intercepting that ball. That he is elite. 
Yeah, the, that's the, next level. The amount of time. Uh, I wonder what the number would be of how fast in seconds they have to make these reads. What do they progress through the reads from first read, second read, third read, bail? It's unbelievable. It's so crazy. And then, and then even a elite of the elite like Pat Mahomes. What is he reading these at? And what's he seeing that at? How like as it happens, they he process sees it. so fast. You know so who else? Fast. You know who else processes fast? Did you know that? I'm well. Probably you do, but Major League Baseball hitters can like see the stripes on the ball or whatever the threads on a baseball. That is insane. Well, well wasn't it? I, I'm not sure, but I thought it was a 90 mile an hour fastball. You have like 1.5 seconds right. to and make. And they a can decision. tell if it's like if they can tell if it's a whatever sinker, <laughs> right? Curveball, changeup. It's unbelievable how fast these guys can process yeah. these things. Yeah, it's 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 insane. That's that to me. We're gonna go on a different ramp, but that's why I always have been an advocate for uh, Barry Bonds because you can take as much juice as you want. That doesn't affect your hand-eye coordination. I'm then, sorry, but then I ask the question of why take the juice, man? Because durability and training I and think recovery. You just get caught up in those things. It's just yeah. like all these people. It's just like all these stars that are getting all this plastic surgery. It's like why do it? And they're yeah. like, oh, I need to stay the best forever. And I'm like, no, but you end up looking like Madonna, who looks. Who, I don't. I, who looks do like they the not see that skull? That's body. That's, it's got to be body dysmorphia, right? Because oh super God. attractive women, who I mean, a general consensus would go, you're an attractive woman. Then they butcher their face. It's unbelievable. And I don't understand. Guys do it too. And guys are the worst offenders because yeah. you can see it super bad i followed dane cook on instagram he injected all kinds of stuff in his face i mean it's crazy what these people do yeah i don't understand it but i don't understand it but that's what barry bonds was probably thinking it's like this obsession with having to stay 27 years old or something yeah that's right that skill level but he was a hall of fame guy before absolutely but now he's not gonna be in the hall of fame ever because of it i know it's just chaos because baseball voters man those guys are stat nerds and they they get very they feel very disrespected by the steroids yeah they just don't yeah which is ridiculous because because mlb wanted that they pushed it back you know sammy sosa and mark mcguire saved baseball that summer it did for me it brought me back in i was like after the strike yeah i was like 90 i don't remember yeah four Four was the strike but 96 was yeah and then they had juiced baseballs. They're still doing that right now. There was Dude, just a thing There's released. probably so much stuff that goes on in sports that we're unaware of. And then they're going to throw these guys under the bus. It's like, I know Alex uh-huh. Rodriguez was a jerk, but the guy is one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Yeah. Get out of here with him not being in the Hall of Fame. That's ridiculous. Last few things I have in the Super Bowl, then we're going to get out of here because we are like way, way over. Yeah. We're, luckily, you're going to clip like 30 minutes worth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't pay attention to... I mean, I did pay attention to, but I just noted down one ad that I saw, and that was the John Travolta one. Did you see that one when he was like, they were doing like a Grease parody where he was singing with somebody? No, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to the the commercial. Have you seen John Travolta lately? Is he bald? He's bald with a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, so are you, but your beard looks like a beard. I'm far better looking than Travolta. Come on. (laughs) I mean, I kind of agree with it. Yeah, he doesn't look right. John Travolta, yeah, there's something. First of all, I can make fun of him all... I want. He's never going to be on Mike Three because he's a Scientologist, and that stuff's weird. Yeah, minus that's the only reason why I'm not a big fan of John Travolta because he seems like a great dude. Other than that, his beard looks like. Do you remember the old Microsoft Paint or whatever the paintbrush app yes. was on computers? Yes. And you could click on the spray can. Yep. His beard looks like a paintbrush spray can onto his face. It looks awful. I do you think it's because they have so much money? They're just so far 
disconnected from reality. They don't, because if I showed up to your house with that, you'd be like, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you yeah. doing with that on your face? None of his friends had but, the, the, the guts yeah. to say it to him. Who, who's going to say that to him? And he like recreated his whole image. It's, it's so weird. But that was after his wife died, right? It was, which everybody says, well, I can't pile on John Travolta because his wife died, which is true. I do love the movie Grease. He's been in And good- he's not, an, he's not as crazy as tom cruise it doesn't seem like he's not super pushy with the scientology is yeah, he yeah i don't know is he or maybe i'm just missing it that stuff's crazy i think we talked about it on a previous episode i walked in and stephanie was watching that netflix documentary on scientology and i had i i was getting upset just hearing what with was what's on. her name lee lee uh the, the girl from uh with with uh kevin james <laughs> kevin james and what was it called? everybody jerry stiller oh rest in peace jerry stiller he was so great yeah, he, he was, was the dad there and the dad on he was uh, George's dad on Seinfeld. Yep. The other things I... King of Queens. King of Queens. There you go. The other things I... The last two things I noticed were... We need to get Terry Bradshaw off television. Yeah. 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 Terry he's, Bradshaw, he said he had cancer this year or something, which is sad. Cancer sucks. I hate it. We've been affected by it, but it's like, okay. He's not good at his job. But get him off television. He called... He told Andy Reid... On the Super Bowl podium, did you watch any of the post game? No, I did. By the way, starting the Super Bowl earlier would be great because the Super Bowl ends and Fox like cuts it off immediately for some stupid like best chef show. Thank God, because no one, everybody needed to go to bed. That's true. It was so six Terry, a.m. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw tells Andy Reid, "I'm not lying, pun quote, waddle over here and get on get on the microphone." Oh no! Like you cannot say these. Hey, things. fat fat Andy Reid's the man. <laughs> All right. I love he, He's Andy the first Reed. one to say he goes to McDonald's and get them yeah. cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. He's but great. if you're doing that job that Terry Bradshaw's doing, you can't be telling someone to waddle over there. No, he's he's not very good at listen, I, I appreciate he's part of our childhood growing up. Yes. Like watching him. And I'm not trying to bag on the guy, he's but he's brutal, no man. longer good at He's just not it's Fox like Dick He doesn't know anybody's names. He just like mumbles and bumbles along. He's Lee just Corso. A face now. There's a list of guys we get. We, you know, Corso's like 89 or something. Yes. It's crazy. Okay. Gun to your head. Who are you taking? Lee Corso, Terry Bradshaw. Corso. I, I can't, I cannot watch Bradshaw. It's horrible for both of them. The only reason I say Corso is because they kind of like shield him. Yeah, they do. They, they put him off to the him. side and then they just put a, a mascot a, a helmet giant, on him. <laughs> I was just going to say that. A giant mascot helmet. Yep. Yeah, they're going to like show live streams to a nursing home next year that he's in just to have him put on like a freaking. Uh, Who are you going with? <laughs> just to put on an Oregon Ducks. <laughs> you can see it weighs too much. It's like collapsing his right? neck. So Poor guy. last thing I say and then I got some parting words is I don't want to get canceled for it because no one's saying it. I was not. I thought the Rihanna halftime show was not great. I didn't think it was. I think. I think. She, I thought she looked like an alien. Pregnant. Like her face looked super weird. Listen, pregnant women are beautiful. The, I, They're I, awesome. I'm super attracted to. This. We're gonna clip. They that. don't need to be. They don't need to be on stage at, at Super Bowl. I mean, you're. No. Preg- if she's pregnant, just it doesn't need to happen. Yes. The funniest meme I saw was the one that said. Nobody, and then it said the lobsters at at, at Kroger, like looking out of the tank, <laughs> and it showed. It showed. I'm telling you, her face, and she's she is objectively, she's a beautiful human being. She's so talented. She is super talented. Her human hits being. are like countless. I mean, she kept yeah. doing one after the but other. But she other. looked odd. Yeah, I mean, she, she was uncomfortable. She, she's 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 a, she's a pregnant woman. She's yeah. a, she's carrying a, a baby. Wasn't a fan of it. I but, saw a funny tweet that said Rihanna's unborn child has performed in one more Super Bowl than Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know, I did say I told uh, a buddy's wife, uh, whose house I watched it at. He was there, not just with the wife. 
<laughs> I did tell. I did tell her I was like, I'm not gonna enjoy this. Like, I don't, I don't really care for her music. And then immediately I was like, Oh, that's a hit. Oh, that's yeah, a, that's a banger. Yeah, she's good. That's a hit. It was like Steph all good stuff. And I saw Eminem at uh, Comerica Park with our friends Marcin and Tatiana. And she she, she opened and then she came out and sang the one uh, the monsters under your bed yeah. or whatever at the end as an encore and it was phenomenal it was so good it's just like kind of not necessary they could have just pivoted picked someone else and then had Rihanna next year I thought it could have been better so yeah my my prediction for next year's halftime show Post Malone it's my guess I I'm a fan of Post Malone Posty baby I, I like Post Malone he's got a lot of hits very I, I'm popular taking Post Malone that's my over guess Lizzo. who's your guess Lizzo no I hope it's not Lizzo <laughs> anyone but Lizzo what's her one song it's uh, it's okay. Uh, I don't know. She talks about the Minnesota Vikings in that, doesn't she? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. But since we got to get out of here, I got one last error and omission that you might appreciate. Okay. Remember last time we talked, for some unknown dumb reason, we went on some Pittsburgh Steelers tangent? Yes. And I said some linebacker returned a fumble for a touchdown right before halftime, which was like a pivotal play because was it was a Joey Porter. Listen, you know who it was? Who? Doesn't matter. No one cares, Russo. Sorry, You're the only Mike. person that likes the Steelers. <laughs> it's so good. All right, man. We're getting out of here. Peace.